Hilchis Sanhedrin Vinshin Hamasurm Lahem Periktasvav chapter fifteen Allah Aleph. Kate Sad Mitzvah Sad Skullin, what exactly is the procedure for the mitzvah that I'm calls it of stoning someone? Now, some people think it's a mitzvah to be stoned. That's not true. They remember they they parade him, you remember they they walk him to the to the base askila, the place where the stoning happens, if you recall. And four Amas away, they take off his garments. But if he's a man, they leave him, they shouldn't be naked, they cover his nakedness. Mm-hmm. A woman, however, is not stoned, unclothed at all. She wears one garment. The reason why this is done is because if the person's wearing garments, it could delay the death, it could be more torturous, it cushions the, cushions the process. We want him to die as soon as possible, so it's not, he's, not, he's not suffering. So on the other hand, though, it's embarrassing to be unclothed. So what's the, what's the best way to do it? So for a man, the best of both worlds is he's wearing a garment to cover his nakedness. He's wearing underwear, let's say. So that even though that will be somewhat of a, of a delayed process, perhaps, but that's better than being embarrassed. But to be unclothed completely, this way he's, he's going to die as soon as possible, otherwise. A woman would prefer, because she's more embarrassed about it, to be clothed. And this way, even, even if that somehow has an impact on how immediate the death is. But only one garment this way, it's, it's not too much cushion. That's the best of both worlds in the sense of trying to, you know, uh, not make the person suffer physically or emotionally. Yeah, but stoning is very painful. Right, that we know, but we're not trying to make it worse, okay. right? So, uh, now you remember that 10, I think it was 10 amas away from the Beis Askil, he confesses. So that was 10 amas away. Four amas away, that's when he unclothes himself. Well, Beis Askil, uh, why four amas away? Not, why, not he, why not when he gets to the actual Beis Askil? I'm not sure, but this place, the Beis Askil, the place where the stoning happened was two kaimis, two heights of a person, high, right? The two stories of St. English, right? Again, why two stories high? <clears throat> if you make it, you know, 100 stories high, there's no question, they push him off, he'll die. Because the vart is, on the other hand, you also don't want to denigrate the body. You want to, it's, it's, it's embarrassing for the body to be disformed. So therefore, uh, we want to make it, it shouldn't be too short because he won't die. We want, to, we, want to, we want to have the balance of both possibilities. Okay, so he's two stories high. He goes up to that height, him with his witnesses together. Remember, the witnesses have to do the execution. The other of us, his hands are tied, presumably, so he shouldn't attack the witnesses. One of the witnesses pushes him from behind by his loins, by his waist, because they push him from behind. Remember, he's also drunk at this point, remember, right? So I don't forget. As we learned, right? Yeah. And, he, and he falls over. He falls on the ground, face down, heart down. If that, he dies in that process, which is likely. Although not for sure. Yotza, they fulfill the obligation of stoning him, even though they didn't put any stones on him. Sure, now, because the Pasuk says, by giving up the Torah, the person, the, whoever goes up on Har Sinai, should be stoned, surely stoned, or cast down. So the Torah puts together the, the option of a person being stoned, where the stone is cast upon him. In a case where he falls upon the stone or the earth, if you will, right, the inanimate. So both are considered stoning. I mean, if he doesn't die when he's pushed off these two stories, this two-story platform, then the stone Adam would pick up together a stone that was stationed over there, which was the weight uh, that of such that it required two people to pick it up. Right, it wasn't one one average person could not do it alone. And then the second, when they pick them, they both pick it up. Because remember, both people are supposed to be involved. 
But the second one lets go of it, and then the one who's still holding on to it, Masha'ev and Alibai, throws the stone on the heart of the person who's been cast down, which the Mepharshim observed it means they have to go down and turn his body over. Because remember, he, he fell face down. If he dies from that, they feel the obligation of stoning. If not, so at that point, till now, only the witnesses have the right to execute. Remember, at that point, the witnesses or anyone else has the option of, or the mitzvah, in fact, of <coughs> carrying out the stoning. Shemamet says, Yad the Indi by Bishain Lam Yisay, the hands of the witnesses shall be with him first to, to execute him. Yad Kal Machreina, then the people afterwards, right? So again, why wouldn't you have a platform that's a hundred stories high? For sure would die. Because again, you don't want to denigrate the body. You want to put the, the the most likely scenario where he will die, but if it's any higher than that, then already the body will, will be damaged in the process, and that, that's embarrassing for the mess. So again, we're we're balancing the physical death with the reducing emotional suffering. Okay. Base. Even the Zara, when a person serves idolatry, who's high of stoning, unlike other types of people like high of skill, where they would do it in the formal place, wherever the Bezdin who judged him and convicted him had their location, right? Where they would stone him. So, however, he is stoned at the gates where he worshipped Avodah of that city, as we'll see, right? Okay. Not the gateway of the Bezdin, the gateway of the, uh, of the city. However, if that city was majority non-Jews in Eretz Yisrael, or even or Chutzlaretz, even Eretz Yisrael, in that case, they stoned him at the entrance of the Bez, not the entrance of the city. Not mamish by the Bez, and somewhat removed, as we'll see in, in um, as we saw in Parakid Bez, excuse me. Um, and the reason for that is because once you start stoning people in a primarily non-Jewish town, everyone sees it, creates like an atmosphere of like, okay, now it's time to kill people. Okay, okay. Creates some unrest. We don't want that, right? This idea that a person who worships idolatry is stoned, in, 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 not where the regular people are stoned, but a unique location, is Allah HaMashim Sinai. It says, El Sharecha, by your, to your gates, Zesh Ha'asho'evid, by it means the gates where he served, by not where the Bezdin convicted him. Which means that if he's tried and convicted in a different city, he's, he's transported to the city where he worships, and stoned at the gates of that city, or, or, the, or the, the gate of the Bezdin in that city. Uh, uh, I'm just thinking in a place where the city where he worshipped the majority of non-Jews let's say it's you know, in the south of Eretz Yisrael and he's convicted in the north of Eretz Yisrael do they transport him to that well, they, can't, they can't stone him at the entrance of that city because it's majority Jew. Go ahead. do they stone him at the entrance of the Bezin of that city where he was convicted or where he actually did the Zara? I'm not sure alright um, the mitzvah of execution by burning they would um, have him stand in fertilizer up to his knees, which is to prevent him from squirming, because as we'll see for reason, reasons we'll see soon. Why fertilizer? I'm not sure. Maybe that, that fertilizer was like a kind of cement. It prevented from squirming. All right. What, what, what do they mean by fertilizer? Fertilizer is animal droppings that are used to, to cultivate field usually. Okay. But I'm guessing that uh, it was... It was um, I mean, it, was, it says if in the earth, it was used to prevent it from squirming. I'm not sure why fertilizer went on thick mud, but okay, anyway, I guess they couldn't, you can't just have mud wherever you want, they have to transport it. Okay, you put a, 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 a hard, coarse cloth in type of, in, inside a soft cloth. You wrap it around his neck. And the two witnesses, each one pulls on his side towards himself. So the person opens his mouth, which is going to be inevitable because he's gasping for air. 
and they melt down, or they obviously beforehand already melted down some kind of lead that can become liquefied, like tin or, or, or um, tin or lead. And they pour the molten lead down his throat. It goes down and it burns his insides. So that's the process of the mitzvah of, stone, of, of burning. Now, the reason why the, the handkerchiefs are done that way is because if it's, if it's just a soft handkerchief, it's not going to cause him to open his mouth as immediately, immediately, right? And if it's a, a, a firm handkerchief, it'll make his neck hurt. It'll make him suffer. Our job is not to make him suffer. We're just trying to execute him. Therefore, you put the, 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 the hard one inside a soft one to have multiple advantages. It should, it should have the, the uh, firm grip and quickly, quickly, quickly make him open his mouth without hurting his skin. Okay. Um, so, so again, the reason why if he's, he's up to his knees in Zevil is because if he squirms, then the, the, the lead will, will burn his mouth. It will spill it on his neck or something. We don't want that, right? Okay. You doubt. Mitzvah Noga, the mitzvah of decapitation. Metis and Esaration Messiah, if his head is severed with a sword, G'derach Shemalach Meshim, as the manner of kings. Right? Okay. Hey. Mitzvah Nechnok, the mitzvah of strangulation. Mashkin, Esam Mechoyah, V'zevel, Atzal, Akavesim. Again, you have him uh, placed in fertilizer up to his knees. I'm not sure Okay, so before I said in the previous example, they did the same thing. He shouldn't squirm. That's this way the lead won't spill on his skin and burn him. Over here, the reason why I'm not sure, I don't know what the, um, the reason I mentioned before is from the notes over here, but I don't know, he doesn't give a source. All right, in any event, so put him in fertilizer up his knees. The same thing, and you put the, the tough material handkerchief inside the soft one. Okay, wrap around his neck. This one pulls the other side. Actually, snaps until he dies. It's a strangulation, classically speaking. All right, above. So that is the four executions. When a person curses Hashem and therefore he has to be stoned, or you worship with the Zara, it's a mitzvah to hang the body, not the not the per- after he's dead. The body is hung. It says, it is a curse to Hashem when a person is hanging. So Pajib Shat in that Pasuk is talking about the Isra of actually having the body hang overnight. But the fact that it says it's in a front, it's a curse to Hashem, the body's hanging, that tells you that, uh, that the body is hanging because he cur- cursed Hashem. It's understood that way as well. So that refers to a person who curses Hashem. Regarding some of the worships of the Zara, it says, as Hashem Magadif, he blasphemes Hashem. By worship of the Zara, he blasphemes Hashem. So it's similar to worship of the Zara is like cursing Hashem and has, has the same consequence of being stoned as well as the body being hung. But each however, this concept applies to a male, not to a female. The female body is not hung after being stoned if she worships of the Zara, even though she's, she is stoned, uh, if she does either sin of, of, of the Zara or cursing Hashem. But um, not uh, 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 the body's not hung. Shem it says, <speaking in Hebrew> There'll be a man, here we mean man, specifically not a woman, who will have a vera that he's judged to death and he is killed and you shall hang his body. Mind you, by the hands, the hands are tied together and hung, hung uh, like, a, like, um, like, a, like a bag of fruit, you might say, like over, over on the pole, uh, uh, L-shaped upside down pole, not by the person's neck, right? That's the, so you hang the man, but not the woman. Correct. The body. Right? Right. But again, not by the neck, it's by the hands. Zion. Ketzad mitzvah hanislam. What is this mitzvah hanislam? How is it done? After they are stoned. Mashkinas hakreda ba'aretz. You embed a beam into the ground. The eight siyotim menam. And a piece of wood is sticking out of the beam. So think of an upside down L. Right? The two hands of the person are brought next to each other. 
and I presume tied together, otherwise it wouldn't work, right? But Teleo Shamachisham and he's hung close to sunset. Matina Simyah, then immediately taken down. He's only only there just really for a Mamasha moment, apparently. Vimlan, and if the body is left there overnight, or I think perhaps even into the night past nightfall, even if it's not the whole night. I think that's, that's the correct understanding. Or even with let's say that's violating a negative mitzvah. It says, Do not let the dead bo- the, 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 the corpse hang overnight, which I think means any part of the night. Okay. Anywhere where this this iser, the chi of the hang and the iser not, not to let it overnight, is l'chayra anywhere the besan has a mitzvah to kill l'chayra. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and we, we learned... A Sanhedrin who has smicha from Eretz Yisrael and travels to Chutzlaretz, they can do dinner in Flashes of Chutzlaretz, Lachari, yeah. Hey, Ches, excuse me. Um, it's a positive mitzvah to kill all the people executed by Bezin on that day, not to wait. Shemar, it says, You shall surely bury him that day. So, besides for the issue, the unique case where the person did one of the unique averas that requires to be, to, to be hung after, the body to be hung after stoning, the issue of letting the body lay over, stay overnight. Any person executed by Bezdin, the mitzvah to bury him that day. This does not only apply to people killed by Bezdin. Whoever lets the body stay overnight. So there we said in previous, in, in the, so it comes out, the Aram basically understands that every mess, there's a to let the body hang overnight. And every mess, the Aram is clear, every mess as well, there's a mitzvah to bury him that day. Even though he doesn't say that clearly. All he says is that is that whoever lets any dead body stay overnight is everyone lays say. However, he says that uh, when it comes to the mitzvah say of Kavah Sikurenu, that's only Mrs. Bezdin, he says clearly. But L'chaira, it's a mashma that applies to all um, all people who are executed. And it seems that Ramam is a mitzvah, says it more clearly, but okay, in any event. If, however, the mess is left overnight unburied, right? So, in other words, a regular person, a regular passes away, there's no hanging, obviously. But the fact the body is left unburied overnight, that's Allah say. However, if it's done for his honor to bring, let's say, a, 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 a coffin or burial clothing, in that case, you're not transgressing. The whole Isra apparently is considered disgraceful for the mess. If it's done for his covenant, then it's okay. Tess. Okay. Um, you don't hang him on a tree that's naturally attached to the ground. El al-Tolosh rather has to be detached. Even though we learned that they, they protrude it, they, um, they implant it in the ground, but it's not a matter of cutting it down. You just got to pull it out of the ground, right? So it has to be, can't be a natural tree. It has to be something which is detached and then embedded in the ground. This is, this is in order that after he's taken off this, this gallows, they shouldn't, be a, they shouldn't require the, the, the action of, of cutting it down. Because the tree upon the tree, eight means tree, or in this case it means a beam of wood, upon which he's hung, must be buried with him. It shouldn't be a bad memory for him, and people should say, This is the tree this guy was hung on. So we don't want that around, it's a disgrace for him. Remember that the Malach killed the donkey by Bilam, so people shouldn't look at, look at, look at the, the donkey and say, oh, this is the donkey that, uh, that Bilam was embarrassed by. Remember that Rashi says. So we don't, want to, we don't want to embarrass him by having, you know, uh, you know he's going to die knowing that there's always this tree people going by. This is a tree that Chaim Yankel was, uh, whatever, Chaim told us. amazing. Yeah. So therefore, now we, we don't want that, to be, so we want, we want it to be immediate. We shouldn't have a, a, a tarry, and therefore we want it to be that as soon as he's taken off this piece of wood, it can immediately be uprooted, easily, and buried with him. 
And you bury the guy and the tree. Right. Not it's not a tree. It's just a it's a it's a, it's a wooden pole. A wooden pole and a tashu, another wooden pole shaped like an L. And similarly, a person's stone, the stone that he's stoned with, if they have to use that big stone, and the sword that's used to kill the person who's, who's high of decapitation, as well as the um, kerchief, so which they used to to to, to uh, choke someone, or, or and in the event that the person is. Um, Chayev Sreif, a burning lechur as well. The, the kerchief that I used to open his mouth, so he can pour the lead down it. I'm imagining. All of it is buried close by to the person who is killed from Pambezin. Rashi the Gemara says four amos away. Abba Kasman, not in the actual grave, right? Nothing's not buried with him. So that is the mitzvah, right? Again, this is all so that there shouldn't be something which people should look at and, and, and disgrace his memory with. It's not Pakovadik. Okay. Yud. Why not do somewhere else? Buried it somewhere else? No, it's, it should be nearby. Yeah. I'm not sure. So what's, what's the first... Uh, I'm not sure. Why is that? That's interesting. first killing before burning? Stoning? Stoning, burning. Decapitation? Decapitation. And strangulation. strangulation. All right. Um, that's a good question. Why tack is it buried close? Why can it be somewhere else? Yeah. Uh, I'm not sure. Okay. Yud. Now the down goes to all the various that a person would do the chayv one of the four one one of the four misas. Calling the scholars from teresh may also be Types of scenarios where a person is stoned in the terror. Eighteen scenarios where a person's chayv stoning. Habal a person has relations with his mother, whether or not it's his father's wife. La eshes of with his father's wife, whether or not it's his mother. Ba kolase person has relations with his daughter-in-law. Ba nara marusa a person has relations with any woman who has been consecrated or engaged, if you will, with kedushin, but has not yet gone to the chuppah. Ba zechor if a man has relations with a man. Ba shechiv behema if a man has relations with an animal. Ba yisha hamivayes behema a woman who has relations with an animal. When God the person curses Hashem, he's also his body is also hung, right? A person who worships idols, his body is also hung after being stoned. A person who worships idols in a fashion where they would give their descent, that I'm describing, how they'd give their children over to this, this priest of the Melech to walk through a bonfire. A person who, who does the, the uh, type of witchcraft called Oiv. A person does the same thing called Yudani. Two different types of witchcraft that are used to communicate with the dead or tell the future. Vahamais is a person who enti- convinces someone else to worship Avedah Zara. Vahamadiyach, a person who uh, leads an entire city astray to worship Avedah Zara. Vahashiv, a person who practices general witchcraft. Vahalas, a Shabbos, a person who violates the Shabbos. Vahalas, a person who curses a parent. Uben, the famous unlikely scenario of the, the uh, child who is rebellious and therefore has to be executed. Okay, those are 18. Ha, right? Yudal. Interesting. Okay. Call this Whoever burning is ten scenarios. Bas is a When you have a situation where a daughter of a koyin who's who's married has relations with somebody else, and I believe it's specifically when she's after kedushin but before nesuyin, right? That that's the, the again what we call engaged, so to speak, right? That's the scenario where she has uh, that type of execution. Ubal abite relation with his daughter. Val bas bita his daughter's daughter. Val bas his son's daughter. Val bas his wife's daughter. Val bas bita bita with a hey right. His his wife's daughter's daughter. Val bas right his wife's daughter's his wife's excuse me his wife's son's daughter. 
Yeah, his wife's son's daughter. Vachamase, a person with his mother in law. Vaim Chamese, with his mother in law's mother. Vaim Chav, with his father in law's mother. This is all assuming his wife is alive in all these scenarios. So the person is related to him, mother in law, father in law. His wife has already passed away. And I would imagine the same thing applies if they're divorced. They are Chiv Kares and part of her Rais, according to the Rambam, but not a Chiv Misa. Other Rashanim, I believe, learn that it's not even Chiv Kares, it's just a love. The types of people who are decapitated are two a murderer. And the situation where the entire city is, is uh, or, or sorry, majority of the city is led away to worship of Avedazara, like we learned in Avedazara, that case, the people of the city are killed by the sword. Gimel, Nerag and Shisha, Nachnach and Shisha, excuse me, people are strangled, there's six scenarios. Ve'elohein, Ha'abol Eish, person has a relationship with a married woman. Remember, we learned, so we learned, so let's say, for example, a person's mother-in-law can be a married woman and... And the mother-in-law. So what do you do? The more severe one, right? That's what we want to do. A person who, who injures his father or mother, notice that cursing them is a more severe misa, right? Cursing a father or mother is skila, the most severe of the four. Injuring them is the least severest. Uh, okay. A person who kidnaps a fellow Jew, and like we learned, right, in Mishpatim, kidnaps a fellow Jew, and then he enslaves him and sells him. The Zakin Mamre, when one of the great Chachamim rebels against the Sanhedrin and refuses to conform to their... Psak, right? Navi Shekar, a false prophet. Even even though he's testing, even though he's prophesying in the name of Hashem, prophesying in the name of Hashem, that you have to take a serious truth more seriously. If he's a false navi, then or or well, that'd be hard hard to prove. But if he if he testifies falsely, we'll, and we'll learn about we learned actually already different ways that would you would prove that. The of a person who testifies in the name of a desire, right? Even if he says something good and holy. Right? So all those who are killed by Bestin are 36. Heard someone observe that the first category is 18, which is Chai. The, 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 um, the, that's, that's 18 they're stoned. There's 10 types of people who are buried. That's Yud. So Chai, Ches, Yud, and Yud. And those who are killed by the sword is two. So Chai of. This is 